Good morning. There you go. I can turn my microphone on. I've learned from the best. Uh, good morning, everyone. As Eleanor said, my name is Katie. Uh, I'm children's minister here at St. Paul's. Uh, and today we are thinking about a passage from Luke chapter 4. It's quite long, so I'm not going to read it all in one go. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit, talk about it, uh, and then read the next bit. Uh, and I do apologize. As I was preparing, I thought each of these points I could do like a three-hour talk on. So I've tried to keep it as brief as possible and fit about six hours worth in 10 minutes. So if it's not as deep as you'd like, I'm sorry. Uh, but let's start then with verses one uh, and two. Uh, so verse one uh, and the start of verse two say this. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil tempted. It's a word that I use quite a lot. Oh, I was tempted to do that. I was tempted to do this. But what is temptation? What does it really mean? We often think of it as something just a little bit naughty or a bit cheeky, uh, but it's slightly deeper than that. And to help me explain, uh, I need James and James to come up here and help me, please. They have been pre-warned. Um, Eleanor loves a visual demonstration that goes wrong, and this has all the potential to go terribly wrong too. Uh, but we are going to have a little game, boys, of tug of war. So if you could hold that end and stand all the way over there. Uh, and if you can hold that end and stand all the way over there. And whatever you do, do not fall off the dais because I will be in a lot of trouble. So uh, we'll put this here. Bit forward, bit this way, bit this way. Okay, you've got to try and get this over your end. And you've got to try and get this over your end. You ready? Steady? Go. Oh, please don't. Woo! <laughs> You won by default. Look at that. That was brilliant. Thank you, James. More dramatic than I expected. Thanks, James. Give them a clap. There we go. So temptation is a little bit like this tug of war. Um, whilst I was talking, look at this. Uh, did you know tug of war used to be an Olympic sport? Uh, and in 1908, Great Britain decided to give themselves an advantage by wearing ridiculously heavy shoes. James, maybe that's how you should have prepped. Um, they'd rec uh, where was I? They could hardly walk in these shoes. And when they went to compete against the United States, the USA team complained that they had an unfair advantage. But the Olympic Committee allowed Great Britain to wear these shoes, and so the USA withdrew from the competition. They said, it'd be too difficult to win. We're not even going to try. I said to my husband, who was born in California, classic Americans. The game of tug of war is a really good example of what temptation looks like in our lives. It's a struggle between two things, and often we just give way. Temptation is the desire to do something, especially something that's wrong. As followers of Jesus, we have the desire to do what God wants us to do, but that desire, that wish to do something wrong never entirely goes away. So we have this tug of war in our hearts. But unlike the USA team, we can't just give in and not try. What things tempt you? Take a little moment, just have a little think. What tempts you? My number one uh, is my phone always my phone. Uh, but there are other things that tempt us too. I'm not going to make you share wider uh, what tempts you, but in a moment we're going to look at the things that tempted Jesus. And it might be interesting to compare with what tempts us today. 
By the way, the end of verse 2 has one of the best throwaway comments in the Bible. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them, he was hungry. I mean, I'm hungry after 40 minutes, let alone 40 days. Uh, let's look at those next couple of verses then. Jesus is hungry, uh, he's depleted physically, uh, and the devil appears to tempt him. The devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone. And this, I think, is what we mostly think of when we think about temptation, food. Definitely one of the things that tempts me most. I'm terrible for snacking or using chocolate to try and control my stress. Doesn't work. Uh, if I see a donut, temptation is often too much and I just have to buy one. Imagine how Jesus felt. He could easily have turned the stone to bread. He was desperately hungry. He hadn't eaten for 40 days and yet he resisted. He reminded the devil that we do not live on bread alone. In Luke's gospel, he doesn't finish the bit of scripture he's quoting. Uh, you might want to finish it with, he needs crisps and cheese too. But Jesus is quoting from Deuteronomy, from a verse which explains that God humbled his people to show them that they live on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Jesus is reminding the devil that God's word, the living word that we still have in the Bible, sustains us. When times get tough, it is God who sustains us. Bread is important too, best food in the world, but it's not truly life-giving. It pains me to say that actually, but bread is not truly life-giving. Jesus came to give life to the full, and that's what he's reminding us here. The next temptation for Jesus was this. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world, a bit like that scene in The Lion King. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It's been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Jesus is tempted by worldly riches, by power. He's tempted to turn away from God and towards the world. How often have we felt that? It's a much more dangerous temptation than food and one that I struggle with. It's so easy to look at what other people have and want that. It's easy to spend time on my phone or watching a film or even working extra long hours instead of spending time with God. I'm not suggesting we never do those things, but it's when those sorts of things, money, technology, life, take over, and I almost start to worship them, put them above God, that it's a problem. It's also really tempting to try to take on the world under my own power and my own strength, to fight my battles as a strong, independent woman. That sounds to me like a fire alarm, Eleanor, but has someone... It's just been bumped by accident, I think. It may just have been bumped by accident. Yes. This isn't a fire drill. This is not a fire um, drill. We will check. What we're meant to do in this situation is take everyone out of the building. Um, and I'm just checking. Was it just bumped over there? It, it was just, just bumped, bumped over, over there. there. <laughs> I think because it's been bumped over there, we can uh, yeah. stay in the building. But that's, that's a good you. reminder that when there is a fire, 
we will come up and tell you what to do. There I we go. I was like, <laughs> Jules, who's in charge of our HR and all sorts of things, said at some point in the spring term, there'll be a fire alarm. And I was like, is this it? Have, we, have I missed the memo? Anyway, we'll carry on. Uh, so I was saying, uh, all power and authority, even over fire alarms, comes from God. And through him, we can do all things, to paraphrase Philippians there. Uh, if we worship God and serve him, a whole world of strength opens up to us. If you know me and my family, we've had a ridiculously tricky year this last 12 months, and we would not have got through it without knowing God and him sustaining us and giving us strength. The next temptation was this. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple, if you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. We are tempted to test God. When we know him and we know his power, it's so tempting to test his love, his plan for our lives. It's so frustrating sometimes to know we have a God who can do anything, but he's not doing exactly what I want. I know when I've gone through dark, hard times, I've prayed to God in a way that really is actually putting him to the test. If you loved me, God, you'd help me. You can do anything. Prove to me that you can do this. Prove to me you're real. Do this for me and I'll never doubt you again. God is faithful. We do not need to test him. Throughout the Bible, we are told and shown time and time again of his love for us. And Jesus really knew his scripture. Did you notice that every time the devil tempted him, he came back with scripture. He had an answer ready. My question is, do you know yours? And I've got a little quiz for us to find out. Lydia, this is partly for you uh, because I know that you love this lady. Uh, but if we could queue up our quiz, we're going to have Taylor Swift or Lamentations, the message version. It's very simple. I'm going to show you a little quote uh, and we are going to see if you think it is from a Taylor Swift song or Lamentations. Uh, so let's have the first one. Question one. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember it. The feeling of hitting the bottom. What do we think? Does anyone get any ideas? Is that Taylor Swift or is that Lamentations? I can see Tom on the front being like, this is trickier than I thought it would be. <laughs> Hands up if you think this is Taylor Swift. Hands up if you think this is Lamentations. Oh, it's about 50-50. Let's see what the answer is. It is Lamentations 320. Uh, let's have question two. Have you ever seen anything like this? Ever seen pain like my pain? Seen what he did to me? Hands up for Taylor Swift. There's a few more for Taylor there. Hands up for Lamentations. Next one. It's Lamentations. <laughs> okay, number three. Long were the nights when my days once revolved around you. What are we thinking? I tested this on Tim uh, the other day, and he's still looking confused, like he can't remember which is which. Uh, let's find out. This one was from Taylor Swift, dear John. Uh, number four. 
I gave up on life altogether. I've forgotten what the good life is like. Uh, hands up if we think that is Taylor. Ooh, not many. Hands up if we think that is Lamentations. Let's find out. It's Lamentations. Eleanor, you are rubbish at this. <laughs> Number five, time turns flames to embers. What are we thinking? Hands up if you think that is Taylor Swift. Hands up if you think that is Lamentations. Uh, let's find out the answer. It was Taylor Swift. It was innocent. Uh, and number six, the time will come for us to finally win and we'll sing hallelujah. We'll sing hallelujah. Uh, what are we thinking? Hands up for Taylor. Hands up for Lamentations. Let's find out the answer. It's Taylor Swift. It's changed. Uh, and our last one. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, hands up for Taylor. Hands up for Lamentations. Let's find the answer. It's both. There you go. So there you go. Now, obviously, that was just a bit of fun. But knowing scripture can really help us to fight temptation, to trust God, to turn away from the devil and his lies. It's not the only way, but it is one of the best ways. Our passage finishes like this. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. I love this phrase. If we manage to resist temptation, we can turn our weakness into strength. Jesus should have returned to Galilee, a useless husk of a man. Starved, he's faced starvation. He's faced a spiritual battle. But he returns in power. This is another reason to know our Bibles. It reminds us that God is with us. His living word is with us. God is with you. He will never leave us. And this can give us courage and power to face our temptations, to face our battles, to overcome them, to win that tug of war in our hearts. God is with us. I'm going to pray if the band could come back. That would be great. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you are with us. We thank you that with you, we can face our temptations, we can face our battles. And I pray that everyone here today would know that strength. In Jesus' name, amen.